Hey guys, Trev here. Now that live music's back, I want to tell you about Camp Punksylvania, which is going on in Artemis, Pennsylvania, September 9th, 10th, and 11th. There are over 20 bands on this bill that include Stolen Wheelchairs, Susie Moon, Antagonizers ATL, Big Wig, Voodoo Glow Skulls, and many more. Camp Punksylvania is bringing some of the best punk rock bands out there for this exclusive event. Not only does this have a wicked sick bill, there will be plenty of activities and contests going on throughout the weekend for you to enjoy. A misfit market, punk rock karaoke, and nightly jam sessions around a fire. What else could you ask for? Head to camppunksylvania.com for more details. Then use the code STRUGGLE10 at checkout when purchasing your tickets for 10% off your order. That's STRUGGLE10 over at camppunksylvania.com. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris. So we've been doing this for a long time. Don't you fucking do this to me right now. I swear to God. We started in the back issues days. Yeah, people yes, have heard did. this. They've heard this bit before, right? There was back issues. Mm-hmm. It was hardly awesome. Yes, there was. There was a, a time when there was nothing for a while because I, I literally sat at home going, "Do I really want to do stuff with this kid anymore?" <laughs> and then and you, uh, and, and, and you graciously said yes, and we successfully <laughs> continued on. So and now we have Chris and Anthony. Just can't stop, and we're never gonna stop. Oof, we'll we see. won't stop. We'll see after this, right? Shouldn't this stop. Is, this is a long time coming, dude. Long time coming. Um, we've, we've hung out in person before. We're not just, you know, on air personalities. We've hung out in person. You've, you've been to my house. I've fed you, Mm -hmm. right? I've, uh, I've kind of schooled you in, 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 in film. Yes. Art and music. Educated. I've helped to educate you. Yes. I've guided you. Right. Yes. All of these things add up. However, there's always this thing that just bothers me. It just totally bothers me. And I feel like I want to bring it out on the show. And I know it sounds crazy to do, but I'm going to bring it out on the show. I know you're not ready for this. You look... What the fuck? Are, what, are, what are you doing? Okay, you look nervous. I am a little nervous. Why? I don't know. Because you, you're scaring me. What were you think? Well, what, what's going... So, why? first of all, I want to address this. Why fear? Why are you jumping like immediately? Because... You're, you're afraid. Okay, so I'll say it's not a jump like afraid. It's more of like an anxiety, like, like, where are you going with this? I'm an uncertainty. I'm afraid of the unknown. Why not not happy excitement? Like, ooh, where are we going today? Because you're setting it up. What are we going to do today, brain? Because you're not setting this up like a comedy that like 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 a like a buddy comedy movie. You're setting this up like a horror movie. Like so, this is everything that's happened. (laughs) So here comes the tense music. Here comes, and it's like I'm I'm picturing tense music, not June. All right, so what's so the what's first up? thing that comes to mind, though? Like, what are you thinking I'm going to go with this? I feel like you're going to try and play a whole nother, like, we're going to end the show. And I feel like we're not going to go there. I like I how you like say play, gonna... like I'm playing about ending. I, I know. I, I know. We put a lot of effort into this. So, and we have, and I mean, specifically with today, it would be probably poor choice to just end it on today's episode. I mean, I mean, we'd be ending on a high note. That would be for sure, but. 
probably be a poor choice to end it. It's going to be rough, dude. This is going to be an interesting way to all right. kind of. All right. I'm just going right. to. Let me, let, me, let, me, just, let me just say this. Let me get rid of the fear. I want to be excited. So what do you have? What do you finally bring in? I'm going to ask you something. And then you got to be 100% honest with me. No yeah. lying. I've known you for a while now. Right? You have. You know, you can be 100% honest with me. Yes, I do. That there's nothing you'd ever hide. Ever. Oh, whoa, there's silence. There's silence. That means you must be hiding something. You're hiding something. What's up? You're going to be honest? I'll be honest. Did you know Scott came before reggae? Swear to fucking God. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. We just can't stop, folks. I'm I try to host, cut him off in time. Chris Chavez. Joined by Anthony. Anthony. Mullen. Oh. Mullen. Hey, guys. What's hey, up? Hey, what? What's what? going on, dude? Not much. Not much. Been a good day. Um, I wasn't you were expecting scared. This. Yeah, man. I really didn't know where you are going with this one. You, you threw me for a loop. scared. Also, yeah. Also, we're addressing that elephant in the room, bro. You got something you're hiding. We're going to be bringing that up here soon. <laughs> Not on this episode when you least expect it, because this is a special episode, man. Is this ska related? Because no, like this is no. not ska related, but we do. Ha- it is kind of music related. Um, there's a little bit more to it. We have a guest today on the show, uh, and it's a guest in t- like a real guest, not like and nothing to, to take away from my brother or Johnny or any of the people that join us typically to to, to screw around on the show. Uh, this is a guest on the show that I'm excited to have on the show. So we should, so we have to be more professional and like be official then. Yes, I I met this person through a, an acquaintance. Um, we we know um, Rick Laprade. Mm-hmm. He's been he was on back issues way back in the day. And he's so a that's legend. How, yeah, <laughs> that's how we know him. Uh, and we've kept in contact with him. He was on podcasters with you for a while, mm-hmm. uh, and he comes in and guests on it still. Right? Yep. Did, did he do one recently? <laughs> Yes, he did. Okay. I, I really, I, I royally fucked with your brother's character with Rick because he's like, wait, was was Rick's character really here? And I'm like, maybe. And they're like, wait, did that really happen? And I was like, we don't know. Nice. Um, uh, if, if listeners want to check that out, go listen to podcasters. Uh, but yeah. anyway, so, you know, I reached out to Rick recently because we have some plans in the background, some things happening mm-hmm. behind the scenes. And I reached out to him and he was like, you know what, let me, let me get you in contact with this guy. I know I think you and him would get along really well. You know, he made it happen. We, we started talking on Instagram first through messaging, um, just kind of, you know, shooting the shit real quick and setting up time to get on zoom and, and really, you know, just try to meet each other and see what each other's about. So that's how I met our guest. Since then, he and I have, uh, on my side, I've developed a friendship. He's going to be like, dude, we're not friends. I don't know you. No, but I'm just, I'm messing around. I reached out to, you know, we, we talk a lot. We talk about music. I found Mm -hmm. that he and I have a, a, an affinity for the is, same types of music, a lot of the same types of movies, uh, a lot of the same he, types of things. For I got to be honest with you, today, Anthony, this is your last day because he's going to be the new the new co-host on the show. Uh, that he's he's yeah he's he's, wow. he's stepped in. That's how quick that's happened. 
Uh, Dude, Johnny didn't even do that. Like even <laughs> even with Johnny, it was just a bit. Wow. <laughs> without, without further wow. ado, we're bringing on host of the Struggling Artist Podcast, Trev Allen. Trev, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, Welcome thank, to the show, dude. Thank you for that intro. I, I, hopefully, I can live up to that hype. You just <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Um, yeah, I was. I wanted to get you on the show because you know, just getting to know you the past month or month or so, just talking about music and talking about some of the stuff you're into. I'm like, you know, I feel like our listeners would be interested in, in a lot of the things that you'd have to say and, and your experiences, but also your show. I really believe in your show. I'm, I'm a huge fan of your show. Thank you. Um, so let's say what that is immediately, right? So you're the host of the struggling artist podcast, the podcast that basically focuses on artists, right? Who aren't big name artists. You're like you're not, you don't have James Hatfield or Iggy pop on the show. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I would <laughs> You're like, Hey, Hey, don't put that energy out there. I want to talk to him. It's like, no. Nah, so yeah. So like, so the podcast, the podcast has, uh, evolved organically, much like the conversations that we have on the podcast. Like I never tell anybody it's an interview. It's always a conversation and it kind of yeah. goes wherever it does. And I throw some questions in there here and there. And, but it's basically like I'm just talking to people about life, about art, about whatever, whatever it is that they do. And then I, I started getting more and more musical guests. And uh, I decided, well, let's let's pick a lane for a while and run with this. So instead of getting like anybody who creates, um, I, I'm focusing more on the music side of things mm -hmm. for many reasons. One of those is music. My entire life has helped me. So this is my way of giving back to that music community, you know? Yeah. I agree with that, dude. I've always, for the longest time, I've always felt like music is that one link that everybody shares and it doesn't matter what your belief structure is in terms of religion or politics or any of that stuff. When you come down to music, you can actually share a connection with somebody else. Um, you know, that it's, it's, it's such a different level for me. Music's yeah. always been such a magical thing and, and a big part of my life. Uh, so that's why I said, you know, I knew I knew I could connect with you on that level. We, you know, talking about music immediately was just kind of like, I don't know. For me, I just I, I love connecting with people on on the music level. Well, you know what I mean? You, music's always when you meet first meet someone. What do you listen to? Oh, yeah. the first thing you share. That's you one know, of the we, things I do. You know, that's for you. Um, you know, I I always am always interested to find out what everyone likes and listens to because no matter if if it's different or the same. It's always learning something new about someone. You gain a little insight to their personality. Don't lie, dude. Don't 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 do this. Do we have a guest on the show? Hey, Anthony, no. Anthony, can I talk to you for a sec? We're excuse doing excuse oh. us for one second, Trev. Wow. Sorry about okay. this. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris. You're really gonna you're gonna put on a front just because we have a guest, dude. You know all you care about is ska, 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 ska. Is that what you hear when? Is it like a Charlie Brown? cartoon when, when i talk. talk it's just all right let's get back we can't leave oh. him waiting trev so um yeah sorry about that dude we I had no to, you're, uh, fine. you're fine i had to we had to take care of some business on the side so yeah so you, you you focus on music you know music is an important deal a lot of the 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 folks that you are you know interviewing a lot of the folks you talk to are, are in the northeast the new england area mostly yeah that's that's by default mm -hmm. um you know i'm from new england i live in new england so growing up where I lived, I lived in Rhode Island, Southern Rhode Island, which it's funny to say Southern Rhode Island because it's such a small state, yeah, but, yeah. but there, there is like, it, it, you know, and I, uh, we didn't have 
a music scene really like all you really got were cover bands in that area gotcha so growing up as kids like you kind of navigated towards like the connecticut and new york stuff mm-hmm. or like the providence rhode island and boston stuff and i went more north with my with my taste in certain music you know like like punk rock and stuff like that um I'm gotcha. a huge reggae fan. I've been a fan of reggae ever since I was a kid. I don't know if it's because I grew up in a coastal town or what, but that's always been a big play into my into my life too. Um, all, all music, really, you know. That's what I was, was going to ask you. Were you on a on a coastal town? You more inland, but you were on a coastal. Yeah, no, town. yeah, okay. we were. Yeah, we we're on the coast, and uh, yeah. So, and um, I mean, Rhode Island. It's kind of hard. There, are, there are inland towns, but mm-hmm. you still get everything that they get. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So music, you're talking, you know, like you said, you're you're looking more for punk now, more punk, more rock. I did hear on on one of your last episodes, you were discussing growing up listening to classic hair metal and 80s dance, like the 80s pop music, because you oh, know, yeah. whatever your parents play, right? And then that's yeah. a that's the thing that mm-hmm. happens. It's like your formative years, and this this is how I feel it is, right? Like you're influenced by your parents, what they're playing. So you get a lot of that influence, but there comes this time, and I don't know if it's a specific age for everyone, but there comes this time in your youth where all of a sudden now you're listening to stuff that you, I, cause I remember for me mentally really thinking to myself, this is my music. This is mine now. Like this right. is my parents. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So for you, when you're, ta- when you're talking about, you know, Northern Rhode Island, this is when it's now it's your music. I mean, yeah, I guess I, so it's funny that you say it like that. Cause that's like, if, anything is an interview on my podcast that is one of the questions like i always ask them how old were you when or or what were you listening to when like you decided you found your own music that that's a huge deal you know yeah totally yeah and and i i don't want to say i was that that was when i gravitated towards that that came a little later but like I consume so much, I want to consume everything. I want to be able to listen to everything. Anytime someone gives me a suggestion, I go and look at, or go, yeah. and I go, and I listen to it. Whether mm-hmm. I whether I end up digging it or not, I have to listen to it. It's just what I. This is how I am. You know, um, I just have a thirst for for music and and. But yeah, so like I want to say, probably like. I don't know, early to mid nineties is when I developed my own taste, you know? Yeah. What were you listening to when it was your own? Oh, you know, that, that was the grunge era, right? Okay. So, you know, you had, you had grunge coming out and, and then, um, you know, you, you just kind of build off of that, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, I think, I think when, when Rancid's and out come the wolves came out, I think everything really changed as well as far as punk rock. Were you introduced to to it, or did it come across like it was just something natural, like it was yeah, happening? Man. Fucking MTV, man. <laughs> See, I didn't get into like Rancid and, and and you know Operation Ivy. I didn't get into those bands until I was probably I was like 16, 16, 17. Okay. and it was because I got a job. I was working at a grocery store, and I was a bagger at a, at a Win Dixie in in uh, Pinellas Park, Florida. And there was a dude that used to work in the dairy department, Mike Bennett. That's his name, Mike Bennett. 
and he was older. He was like maybe three or four years older than us. And I remember thinking like how cool he was because like he went home for lunch. He took his car and he went home for lunch. And like when we went to lunch, we all sat in the back, right? But I remember one day um, we were talking about something. We were listening to music. And he's like, oh, have you ever heard this? So I was like, no. He's like, here, you should listen to it. And he gave me the cassette tape. And I was like, all right. So I went home and I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. This is amazing. Like I've been listening like to Pearl Jam and Nirvana and stuff like that. But like, like this, this music, like, like, you know, mm-hmm. and I'd heard the Ramones, like, don't get me wrong. I'd heard the Ramones, the clash. Right. My mom had those albums. Do you know what I mean? But this was different. This was like this kind of like, I don't know. It was like taking vinegar and pouring it into your fucking nutsack and jumping in the middle of the room and swinging your arms like a maniac. You know what I mean? It was like, fuck yes. This is, this was what I need right now. Give me more. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with the, when the grunge, you know, when, when the grunge scene happened, I, I feel like Nirvana and, and, and all those bands, they kind of, they, they kind of brought that to the forefront. Right. Cause if you, if you really, I mean, listen, whatever people say, punk rock, like, they're they're thinking like skinheads or mohawks but it's like punk rock is Mm -hmm. i mean it's all rock and roll right it's just rock and roll to their own like to their own beat like what's you know they it's literally going going against the grain yeah exactly so i mean so like people always argue like was grunge punk rock and it could have been you know well yeah it was birthed from punk rock right because they get their roots from punk when you listen to early nirvana like like okay cool they had you know smells like teen spirit and they had the nevermind album that's a polished album mm-hmm. listen to bleach okay off of sub pop records and bleach has a grittier thicker just deeper muddier sound and there's yeah. more more punk influence in that album there's more metal influence in that album that's definitely not like the you know the shine that you get off of nevermind which looking back on it i can say it's the shine but i remember when that album came out people were like what is this like this dude's screaming his head off and like people and it's and it's mainstream music it's not right. like the underground music at the mm-hmm. moment you know um yeah I, dude I follow a similar path with the hair metal as my influence is from the family at home. My, the listeners all know this, but for you, it's, it was all hair metal. It's my stepfather it was, it was, a, he was a hair banger, head banger in high school. And even Pat, he still is now Motley Crue, uh, Guns N' Roses. Appetite was, for destruction. Exactly. I think that was one of his, uh, one of his last concerts before he met my mom was Appetite for Destruction. He, he had saw, and it was just like, that's all I had. And I remember hitting that point where my mom, like I had a radio in my room and I was like, I don't think I'm listening to the radio. Like when I go to bed, because I didn't have a TV and she's like, I'm like, well, what radio stations are good? What, like, what would you say to listen to? And I was asking my mom trying to figure out my own style of music. Yeah. And it wasn't until in high school till I heard a friend say, oh, I'm going to see this band called AKS. And I'm like, what's that? They're like, oh, it's, it's the local ska band. And I was like, what's ska? And then it's like, well, out. you didn't hear it came before reggae. <laughs> And, yeah, then, and then from then on, <laughs> I need to know that. I need to know what that. So means. there's a YouTube channel called Funhouse. Funhouse. The house is spelled H A U S, but it's just these these people that sit around, play video games, and talk shit, and 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 it's all it's that kind of a channel, right? But there was one episode where that was like the joke because one of the people there is a huge ska fan, and the joke was like he kept telling everybody like, "Did you guys know this? Like, like, like you guys should know this kind of thing." So they made fun of him. So back issues days when we first started our podcast, that became a joke as well. We started to pick on Anthony and just you know whenever he's not expecting it, we throw it at him like, "Hey, I got to ask you something." He's like, "What? Oh, did you know punk?" 
K before reggae or, or ska. Uh, but yeah, ska, it, it, it actually, the ska music, okay, so. dance hall ska music came before the advent of reggae. Like reggae was birthed from that, that style of music. Uh, see, mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was the opposite. So did I. I didn't know that until we no. got this joke going. And so, like, yeah. 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 So now I throw it at Anthony. And it's, I think this is probably maybe the second time I've done it on on this, this show. Uh, who knows? It's yeah, few, yeah, second or third. I got you though, dude. You were scared. You got me. I don't know where we're going with that. <laughs> What's up, Trev? Hey, can I throw a recommendation to you? Yeah. All right. So there's a band. I heard them for the first time at the show that I, I went to my first show in like a, almost a decade. Oh, uh, how'd it feel? That was great. Oh. It was great. It, you know, I, I canceled on so many shows between now, between then and 2020, from like from 2012 to 2020, I canceled so many shows that I was going to go to. And then when I couldn't go to any, I was like, this sucks, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, it's kind of like, I want to be invited to things, even though I'm not going to go, you know? <laughs> no, I get the feeling. Yep. What, what show, what one show in your past did you cancel that you wish you'd never had canceled that you wish you were like, oh, I Ooh. wish I'd have seen them. Oh man. Um is there anybody that hits you? I mean the last show I canceled right before the pandemic was yeah. uh The Addicts. They were playing out right outside of Pittsburgh when I was in Pittsburgh. Okay. Um I, there's been a million times like the Street Dogs, they used to do this um I don't know if you've heard of the Street Dogs, but mm. they used to do they're like a working class punk band. Um they <clears throat> they used to do this thing at Christmas every year called wreck the halls and i the one year i was i was i was like yeah i'm gonna go this time we got snowed out oh, <laughs> oh man yeah yeah so it's, i don't know it's been there's been a few like i remember i was gonna go see metallica um during the wherever i may roam tour mm-hmm. now this is like 94 okay so I, i'm 13 you know okay yeah mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, my mom's like, yeah, is there going to be any adults there? I'm like, yeah, this guy, my, my dad works with, you know, they call him Bubba. I'm like Bubba's going to be there. And she's like, okay. And then she called my father and he's like, he's not going with that guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, Bub was like a stoner. <laughs> That's you know? hilarious, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he was only like 18, you know, so, oh, man. <laughs> so I saw this band. And I'm not a big ska guy. I, I I mean, I can get down with some of it, but it, to me, it, it just, it, it doesn't hit in the right it, spots. You know, I completely understand that. It's not everyone's cup of tea. So there's should, a band should be, but <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. So there's this band out of Newport, Rhode Island, and they played at this show. They're called brunt of it. Have you heard of them? No. Brunt of it. Check them out. I was, I, I checked him out before the show and I was like, all right, I can kind of get down with this. And they put on a really good show. They've been around for a long, long time. The singer, like he looked like he was like 65. So they've been <laughs> around for a minute. Okay. And uh, they're like a hardcore ska. Oh, interesting. All right. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Their, it. Their last album is all about the cannabis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really good. They're. I think. I think you may enjoy them. Maybe not. I don't know. Do you like the Boston's? Like Mighty Mighty Boston? I can love the Boston's. That is one trip. That's one show that I want to make it to. So I mean, I like the Boston's. I'm not 
heavy into the Boston's. When we were kids, we did, man. We were out there. My, oh, I used yeah. to have friends that were mad, like Boston's fans. They were hardcore fans. They would literally fawn over the dude that danced, and that's it. Just like that was their favorite member. And like these two girls I used to be friends with, Jessica and Jordan, they just be like, oh my God. And they, they love this guy, loved yeah. him just because oh, that's everyone. all he did was dance. Right. Yeah. They, what they did, what they do still to this day for independent musicians out of Boston, they started a trend where they would take these guys on tour with them. Nice. And, and they didn't have to, they were huge. They still are huge, but they do, they do. They'll take, they'll take some of the local guys with them, especially if they play at home, you know, and they showcase these guys as their openers and stuff. Now that got passed on to the dropkick Murphys and they, I mean, they're so, that's my introduction to the the Boston scene was from Dropkick Murphys. Okay. And I went the first show I ever went to and uh I didn't know what to expect. I had been to shows before, you know, but I I didn't they they used to put on and they probably still do, but like they they're they're they play arenas now, so it's kind of tough to do what they do they used to do. I've been on stage with them, singing with them. Um like they just bring people up and you know, so like but they would always showcase these other bands. And that's how I found like the Ducky boys who were my favorite band. That's how I found a lot of bands from like Boston and in, in that, like I call it blue collar or working class, like punk. Cause that's what the drop, that's what dropkick Murphy's were. They were that and Celtic punk, you know? So they were like this mix of these two styles and, and um, yeah. So, I mean, the Boston's so sorry, I just went off in a rant, but the Boston's like, they, that's what they would do. And I'll always be thankful for them and dropkick, even though like I, my tastes have changed over the years, but I'll always be grateful for what they did for the scene out here. Yeah. You know, isn't that the best though? Both you guys, isn't that the best when you go to a show and you discover like your next favorite band because they opened for who you were there to see initially. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like I, that's one of my favorite things about going to shows is seeing, okay, so who's this? Who's this band? Um, I do like to go check out shows where I know the opening band and not the, the main headline either. And then I find, I see the headline. I'm like, oh, okay, this was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a cool feeling too. I always had that feeling going to Warp Tour. That's That was always oh, my thing. Yeah. Cause you go in to see, cause I, I never went to work. I mean, I guess there's a few years where it's like, I'll go just to go, but it's always like, I want to see the one band that's touring. This is where I want to see them this year. And then you just get a whole slew of bands. You're going to find one or two bands. You know, you find good. And that's always my fave. What was the name of those girl, that girl band we saw when we, when we went Dollskin. to the last one, Dollskin. That was a cool band. They those were girls good. were really, really cool. And they pulled off. Um, what was the Zeppelin song they pulled off? Um, da, 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 da. whole lot of no, it wasn't a whole lot of love. Was it a whole lot of love? I can't remember what it was, but dude, they did a rendition of a Zeppelin tune, and this girl like nailed the plant vocals. Like, I mean, I just was she had floored. pipes as soon as they were done and they went to their tent. I was like, I gotta go meet them just to tell them how appreciative I was of their set, and I'll buy some vinyl. And I, and what we did, we bought some records and mm, just nice. told them how awesome it was, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. You know, going to even going to like the festivals and checking out bands that you know they're they're on a second or third stage, and then you're like, oh, this is a great band. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh yeah, I I love doing that stuff. That's how I came across My Chemical Romance before they 
blew up. You know, I, we saw him at a festival because we were there to see somebody else. And I came across the stage and the, the dude that's introducing him was just like the next big thing out of Jersey, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what is this? And these guys come out in like fucking leather, leather pants, leather jackets, this whole like switchblade leather look. And I'm like, all right. And then I just sat there and watched the whole show. I was like, that was fucking cool. I mean, they put on a good live show back then, dude. So, yeah. So you talk to a lot of musicians from New England area. And one of the, one of the things I really like about what you say on your show which I've always felt is super important is it's, it's when you come across these areas, sometimes it's not a, it's not a scene, right? It's not a music scene. It's more of a community. And that's something that you really showcase in your show. So there's a few things that I really love about your show. Okay. First, I mean, it's engaging. The people that you get have some great stories and they, they, they're Mm -hmm. interesting. People can want to hear about that stuff Two is this, this kind of idea of community, just kind of knowing like, oh, they, they mentioned people that they're just throwing names out there. Sometimes listeners don't, don't, don't know who they are, but you recognizing them and interacting with them makes you feel like, what is this magical community of musicians? out? I want to be a part of that. Can I go out there and just kind of hang out with everybody and know all them too? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, man. Cause like this area has really good musicians and and they've always had really good musicians i mean if you look at even if you go back to like classic rock days like you know obviously aerosmith oh yeah boston, that's always going to be the king right yeah, yeah aerosmith boston, and boston and then you have the cars are from from massachusetts you know, oh, I didn't know and, that. okay yeah and the cars are like to me i they're probably the on paper like the best american rock band um just because like they evolved with the times and they always had hits they never not had a hit and the, it's that's, crazy. That's true. That is true. <laughs> you know? yeah. And their sound, their sound had, had evolved. Like, like they had that, like, if you go back to like, you know, dangerous type and then, and then the stuff they were doing with like, shake it up. Like they don't sound anything like those mm-hmm. albums. I don't think they ever had an album that sounded like another one. I might be wrong. Interesting. But, yeah. Yeah. So I, and they've always, like I said, in every album had these hits, like these huge hits. Um, the Jay Giles band, they're right from Worcester. They're from Worcester, Massachusetts, right over okay. here. You know? So, I mean, there, there's always been this, and then you don't hear about it all, obviously. And then, and the, but on top of it, like, like there's still musicians here that have been, been doing their thing. I had a guest on, um, Jesse Von Kenmore. He's been, he's been in these bands, he's been in bands for 40 years. Man. So, yeah. I mean, he, he went from Jeez. like hair rock, you know what I'm saying? Like he, mm-hmm. like, he, you know, punk rock, hair metal, like he's done it all. And, and he's as far as like being in an area, he's still playing at a high level. Like, you know, I mean, it's, he might not be, you know, as big, he, he might not be as known as, you know, rush or, or right. whatever, mm-hmm. but like, he's, he's been a constant in the music scene. It's incredible. It's incredible to hear these people's stories. And then, you know, um, some of them, like the, uh, I had someone on from the band called the old Edison. Yeah. And I've yes. heard, I, I had heard of the old Edison, but I never listened to them. And they're like one of my favorite bands now. And they're not even a thing. Me right? Like, Isn't that the oh, is it? Dude, fucking that, worse? That is another thing. Is like when you come across a band and you're like, "Oh my god, I love this." Then you start devouring everything they have. Oh. Your next thing is, "When are they touring next?" Then you're like, "What? They broke up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, they're not. Or they're even just not doing it anymore, or whatever the case is. Yeah, dude. When you told me to check that out, um, I checked them out, and immediately I was like, "What is? How did I miss this?" Because like I love all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. Do I? You know, I and. and 
you know, hip hop, electronic music, rock music, pop music. I love music. I just love music. If it's good, I like it. You know, I'm just going to like it. How had I not heard this? Right. I listened to this dude back. This was uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago. You ever hear of William Elliot Whitmore? I don't think so. His music sounds like it would be more at home, like in the 1920s out in the fields in the South, right? Just as the rains are about to come in and the river's going to overflow and flood the crops. Like that's what his music sounds like. His mm-hmm. voice has that gravelly sound, just like um, yeah. old Edison. And it just fits that kind of thing. So, you know, I like that kind of music. How had I not heard of the old Edison, but there's just so much out there. It's so hard to come across it. So that's again, I love that oh. you get so many different kinds of artists that open me up to more music now, right? On yeah. it, you also you also push an album of the week where you say, check out this album. And so I'm going to pull it up and check it out. Let me see what else there is. That's what I really like. I also like that you're not like a lot of other podcasts. A lot of podcasters will do their thing. They have a podcast. They want to make a name for themselves. They want to be an influencer. They want to do this stuff. You want to talk to people to connect on a human level, to talk to people to, so that people who are listening can be like, so this person deals with the same things I do, right? One of the biggest things that comes up all the time and has come up in my conversations with people is the idea of imposter syndrome, things that that everyone deals with, right? Yet everyone feels like they're the only one dealing with it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. When you hear (laughs) musicians, though, musicians who are somebody, musicians who are out there doing their thing, when you hear them saying the same thing, it makes you kind of sit back and go, oh, so this is a normal part of the process. So I should tell that piece to shut up and just keep going. Do you know what I mean? And that's important, dude. I feel like your show is important because... So that's actually working then, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Bro, it's not just that. It's it's other things because you're very open about the importance of mental health and talking about it and removing the stigma. You're you're very much about promoting benefits. Like think like like just one that has it's not about this or that. It's about, you know, a musician was in in, in a bad accident and you know, a couple of other musicians decided to put together a benefit album for them and you're like, "What can I do to help?" Mm-hmm. To me, I just feel like it's important, right? It's great that I'm getting more music, you know, recommendations and and I've gotten to kind of interact with you and become friends with you through this process. But I feel like what you do, dude, is important. I know it sounds weird to hear it because I hate when people come back at me and are like, hey, yeah, you're just like, oh, yeah, I know, but whatever. But yeah, trust yeah. me, what you're doing is important with this show. It's a very important show. People Thank should you. listen to it. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Anthony? I'm sorry. I kind of went on a rant there. No, I I, I want to throw it. I, what I think is uh, you're very real. And honestly, one of the things that I like about your show is that you have a radio voice. Thank like, you. I don't. Like, I never thought that even though I went to broadcasting school. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm listening to like Joe Rogan. Like, it's a very like You're like a clear like you're like, oh, man, like, why the fuck? Like, why are you not on like the radio radio? Yeah. Yeah. I would but, love to do that. I, I the Terrestrial radio is, is, is such a and that's another thing. I have a lot of guests on that are that work or have worked in terrestrial radio. And I'm always asking them about podcasts and what they think about that. And, yeah. and, and, and how music is right. You know, it's, I mean, we have access to everything now at the mm-hmm. palm of our hands, you know? Oh yeah. Even if you're buying it, it's like, Oh yeah, I'll go buy that on iTunes real quick. Or I'll, yeah. I'll go, I'll go pick that up on Bandcamp. And I was raised, we discovered music on the radio. That's mm-hmm. and then, and then, yeah. you know, that or, or your MC- friends. 
Yeah, or your friends, you know. It, you got it, a mixtape and you're like, who is this? Or a yeah. compilation album. Man, I remember buying just, rock magazines that would give you sampler CDs in there. You know what I mean? And that's how I came across a lot. Once I started getting into punk, dude, that's when I came across a lot of that stuff. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? I'd get like Thrasher magazine. I used to love skateboarding, but then they'd have a CD of all skate punk music. Skate. This is the music to skate to. And I was like, oh, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Who's this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So Anthony, thank you for saying that. Cause I, I, I would, you know, that's to me, that's a huge compliment because radio was something I wanted to do since I was young and I never had the, I, I tried and I tried and uh, it's a lot of it's who, you know, it, yeah. I, I think, I think that is it in kind of any field you go to, but it's, um, I mean, the big, the last time I kind of made this relation was, or this connection was, um, uh, Local, we have friends that, that put out comic books. People like local artists want to do comic books. And sometimes you always want to support your friends. But let's be honest. There are some people that put out a local book and you're just like, good for you. The story is great. There's some things missing. The word <laughs> bubbles are not on fleek, as we said. <laughs> There's just something different. And it's like, it just needs tweaking. Well, that's all part and of then, the process. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But then there's certain local artists that you see and you're like, this, this is like spot on. Like, you nailed it. Why are you not at that next level. And it's kind of like the same way with local bands. There's some bands that are just like, ah, like you're getting there, you're getting there. And then there's certain ones like, all right, you're already there. You're, you're set up. I can see you being a touring Mm. hearing your voice. It's like, Oh shit. Did you do radio? Because it sounds like that. And your presence and your energy is, it is that conversation feel. Thank you. That is a huge compliment. And I'm really bad at accepting compliments. So I'm doing my best to, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to convey to you that I, I appreciate that. Really yeah, so. it's no problem. So you said this, you went to school for broadcasting. Like what well, do you, what do they teach yeah. you in that? Is it, is right, it like, right. so, is it yeah, like so, you got voice inflection? Like hey, this is no, how you speak. No, you know? Yeah, you know actually I mean? they, yeah. If I wanted to do that kind of radio voice, I guess I could. Yeah. Um, so I was duped into going to the Connecticut school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So was I, it bad? No, it wasn't bad at all. So okay. I, 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 when I was, when, let me just, well, I guess we'll, we'll let me just set this up. Yeah. When I was a kid, like young, a couple of friends of mine, when we were like fourth and fifth grade, we used to make our own radio show tapes. Essentially it's a podcast, right? Yeah. And, but we, we would play That's music cool. and stuff and we would make, we would dub them and we would give them out to kids in school and people yes, I know exactly what you're that's talking about. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's a thing, right? That's yeah. a thing that like finding that was like, a thing, like finding porn in the woods. That was a thing too. <laughs> or so, uh, just, or thrown to the side when you're riding your bikes down the yeah, side, on the side of the road. Like what is <gasps> like titties? Oh, wait, you wrap that oh. shit up, put it under your shirt and made sure you snuck it in the house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just the thing, right? So, uh, that's kind of, you know, that's where it started. And like I said, I liked music and, uh, um, I got into, I, I always wrote that was a, that's my big thing. And that's how this whole podcast kind of started. Cause I'm a writer. Well, I'm a storyteller. I say if I'm, if I got paid, I'd be a writer, but I don't get paid. <laughs> so I write I screen I, I, for 20 years, I've written screenplays and early on, I went to the Connecticut school of broadcasting's open house. And this guy was like, we have this huge screenplay course. It's amazing. And he was a filmmaker and I, I checked out his like short films. I'm like, he's really good. You know? So I, I signed up. It was a one day clinic. Like 
it was a one day class. Um, so, but I learned a lot about editing. I was talking to Chris about this audio editing, mm-hmm. video editing. Um, and, and I learned like how to, you know, do like, like on air stuff, whether it would be TV or, or, uh, radio. And I, I was really, and, and since I could write, I took it, I had a knack for, um, copywriting and I would, I would write copy and we would like for like class and stuff and we would perform it and we'd put it on the radio like not on the radio but like we'd make a we'd make a demo like it was on the radio and you know and and uh it, it worked out so i tried to get into radio as as for writing copy because that was i i felt it's kind of like a low level way to get in yeah, yeah and like uh foot in the door yeah and i and, and and again radio a lot of it is who you know um, there was a local radio station. They were like, they're like soft rock. And I yeah. knew, I knew the guy who was in charge of like sales or promotion or something. And, uh, he's like, I'll get you in here. Don't worry. And I went through an interview process and everything was going well. And then he got fired. So by association, I didn't uh, get hired, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that kind of put me off. I was like, cause I, I have this thing. I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm empathetic by nature. I'm apathetic by choice. <laughs> so I have this thing where like, I had no more, like for one, it was like, Oh, I must suck. It must've been me. Not the fact that it's who, you know, but the other part was like, do I want to end up working in an industry that does cast you aside like that? You know? So, yeah, yeah, you know, so I kind of fell out and again, I was in my twenties and, and you, you, you know, you're told, you know, you go work at the factory or you go do this for a job and, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, you get married and you do this, you do that is the, the whole creative thing is really overlooked a lot of the time. So I, I put everything that I did creatively on the back burner and this was one of the things. So. Yeah, man. But I'm glad you're doing it, dude. Yeah. Like I said, your show is important and mm-hmm. it's entertaining. And if you're a fan of music, uh, it's it's just one of these, you know, it's it's one of these kind of outlets where you can get some pretty good recommendations, man. So far, I haven't I haven't come across anything yet where I'm just like, ugh, I'm not, a, I don't know about that. So, you know what I mean? So there's a there's a, there's not a yet. certain element to that too, right? So as the, you know, I I'm not gonna have people on if I'm not, if I can't stand behind what they're putting out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't want to say that as like, I'm, I'm like picky. I'm not picky. I'm, I listen to all sorts of things, but like, you know, if, if I can't, I can't sit there and be fake on the microphone and tell somebody their stuff is good when I think it needs more work. I respect that though. Like yeah. that's, that's honest. And that it's, it's, it's integrity. More or less, it's what it is. I, I, you know, I try, I try to keep everything open and honest. And, and again, I'm not an asshole either. Like when people are like, "Oh, I'm, I'm just really honest." No, you're a dickhead, and you're using <laughs> that as you're using yeah. being honest as an excuse to be. A, I'm not that. I'm not, I'll never be that. And right. Um, but, but you'll like, tell people how it is. Like if 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 they're not if it, if it's not good, it needs work. You're gonna say, "Hey, it needs work." Yeah, you know, and 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 they don't even have to have music for me to like to come on the podcast like i just have to right. like them as a person gotcha you, you know yeah. if i don't think it's gonna click what's how hard is that you know how hard chemistry can be on, oh when you're, yeah especially yeah. in the settings that we have right now like where you're looking at each other through cameras on you know what i mean yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah definitely well, you have something to also like more or less your to your fans too as 
know, with podcasting, it's more of an intimate media medium. You know, yeah. our, list, our listeners get to know us on a deeper level than most other forms of either writing or film or music. I mean, now bands, especially with the social media, they, they're able to connect at a greater level, but people don't get this kind of connection or this relationship with their favorite bands for the yeah. most part. Yeah. And that's kind of how I asked my favorite musician if he wanted to come on the podcast. And I was expecting a no for two reasons. One, like who would ever think that would happen? And right. and B, um, like he doesn't do those kind of things. So I was kind of like, you know, hopefully he says, yeah, if he doesn't, I'm done with the podcast. This was, <laughs> this, this was back in October. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I had a two week break. I moved from Pittsburgh back to Massachusetts and I had a backlog so I could move and everything. But then like life was just getting crazy. And I was like, yeah. I, I, I'm going to have to step away. And people said, don't do it. So I asked, he was one of the people I asked. I asked two people and they both said mm. yes. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to have to keep this going. And then that honestly, that's what opened the doors to everything with music was talking to Mark Lind. Um, he, he, afterwards we were talking and he was like, Hey, if you know, if you want more musicians, I can help you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I just kind of like, he's just being nice, you know, like yeah. that whole imposter syndrome, like this guy, yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't want to help me. And then I kept thinking about that thing because like, him and I were, we talked about it, about how the Boston's and about how Dropkick would take these people to, to showcase them, you know? Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. this guy really wants to help me. If he didn't want to help me, he wouldn't have said it, you know? So I was like, hey, man, I'll do that. And then in return, I was like, let me do something because I can't just accept help. I have to give something back. It has to be some kind of trade because for some reason I just, you know. So I, I, I said, you know, I'll make a, he's got an online record shop. And I was like, I'll make that my podcast sponsor, your record. He owns a record label too. Mm-hmm. I said, your, your record label will be a sponsor of the podcast as well. Um, and he's like, all right. And he honestly, he, we've only, I've only asked him for like a few times that, okay, can you think you, he got me Lenny Lashley and a couple other people, but like for the most part, people start after his episode, people hit me up to come on. And I was just like, I can ask anybody. Now I asked Mark and he said, yes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Iggy, Iggy pop could tell me to go fuck off and I wouldn't, I'm sorry. Can I cuss? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Right. yeah. You can fucking cuss. Yeah. <laughs> so like I, you know, Iggy pop could tell me to fuck off and yeah. I wouldn't care because I, you know, I had you got a, who you, know, you wanted. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. and then like, you know, Mark and I were friendly, you know, we, we talk all the time about stuff, like all That's different cool. stuff, you know, and I'm always, and he loves that, you know, he, he's, he pushes my stuff on, on social media. I gave him a ton of stickers and he puts them out in the, in, with the records he sells, you nice. know, and, it, and it's helping. It's, it, I don't know. It, again, this is that community, That's sweet. This is that whole community thing that I talk exactly. about. You know? Dude. Um, back when we started, we had back issues, comic book podcast, right? I don't know. Are you a comic book guy? Like, have you, did you read comics when you were a kid or in your 20s? I did when I was a kid. Okay. The last, the last comic book line that I was a big fan of was World War Hulk. So, okay. 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 So, back then. All right. So, there's also a magazine, right? There's a magazine for comic book people called Back Issues, right? Now, we didn't know this when we started. We called it Back Mm -hmm. Issues because that's the section you went to when you wanted to get the 25 cent books, the ones that maybe you're trying to finish your run, right? And you just need these bullshit, you know, issues or whatever. That's where you went. Fillers. 
So we're doing buy back issues comic book podcast, and uh, I, I'm a fan of the band Slipknot, and so I had heard that Corey Taylor was a fan of comics, and then I found out that there was actually a graphic novel um, that they did for his other band, Stone Sour. Uh, you know, that I was like, oh, let me check that out. Right. So checked out the graphic novel, read it, thought it was cool. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we reached out to him and we were like, no, we don't want to talk to you about music. We want to talk to you about comics. Right. Like he, he'd probably be like, oh shit, let's do it. Right. So I sent him a message. I, I not even on a, a, a private message, literally on Twitter, just like something about, I would, I'd love it. I would love at some point to have Corey Taylor come on back issues, podcast, whatever to talk comics. And he retweeted that quote, tweeted it and said, hell fucking yeah, anytime. And we were just over the moon, dude. We were like, what? Fucking blown away. Awesome, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Send that private message now. All right. You know, who should we talk to? How should we set this up? We'll work with your schedule, whatever. Those are crickets. Crickets. And that was it. And I was just like, okay, I guess we're just going to end everything. I'm not going to do anything ever again. <laughs> it's discouraging, man. It's, it can be. It can be. <laughs> I, I, listen, I've been big timed by more people I knew or like, <laughs> or, or like more like local, like cover people, cover band music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, mm -hmm. covers is a thing too. You need, you need, cover bands and because that's, that's how everybody people, learns dude whenever you're playing music you're learning yeah. other people's music that, yeah. that that and there's a people are they want their comfort zone you know yeah. that's yeah, the, beach and bars that's, yeah well, yeah you know. well me and my buddy when we lived in florida my buddy aaron he and i play guitar together all the time to just duo acoustics right and anytime we had to play, we played beach bars, any of those places, it was all covers. They don't want to hear shit we wrote. Right. No, these people are on vacation. Mm -hmm. They're from out of town. They're drinking. They want to hear classic rock. That's the right. kind of music they want they to want hear. They want to hear Freebird. You know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, Harry, you, you Jimmy Buffett, they don't want to hear Chris and Aaron's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hot, his, their, their hottest single. I knew a... I knew a um, Oh, I know. I should say she's she's still she's still alive. I say I knew like she died. <laughs> I know I know a musician in in um she would do covers obviously because that's what people want. But then she started sprinkling in her own tunes. Mm -hmm. We used to yeah yeah. And then after a while, people are singing along to her song. Yeah, we weren't that lucky. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but no. Um, I I totally feel that, dude. Yeah, no. Uh. The idea that you there, there's this community brewing, like I said, I, I, I love that. I love that about music and this idea that when it's looked at as a community and not a scene, because a scene feels like something you have to try to break into. And right. if you're not a part of it, it's like, how can somebody teach me the secret handshake? Right? Scenes end. Yeah. And communities exactly. don't. Communities exactly. Don't. And, and, and I talk about the community that's here, but there's an overall community too, you know? And for lack not lack of trying like i get mostly new england musicians because this is what i have you know it's yeah, right yeah. here mm -hmm. but like um you know i i've got an episode coming up with bo from antagonizers atl they're out of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um you know and i reach out to these other these other musicians throughout the the country to say hey do you want to would you mind coming on would you want to you know and, and it's it's only a matter of time. Some say yes. Some say I'll get back to you and I'm still waiting. And, and yeah. that's fine. That's fine. You know, it's like mm -hmm. I said, I had Mark on. That's, a, you know, that, that was my, that was that. I don't know who else like 
who would if someone was to snub me i would be like i'm done i don't, I don't, I don't think i i don't think i not have anymore, that anymore dude not anymore yeah, i don't have that anymore you that know? was early days yeah. though too so that like hurts your feelings like oh, for but sure. now now i'm just like Oh, they didn't answer it. Whatever. On to the oh, next. Well. Like, because you also realize like they're not sitting there waiting for that message from you just to answer no. you back. These people right. are fucking busy, dude. Like these, yeah. mm-hmm. they're on that level for a reason. Cause they're working 24 hours, like 24 seven. That's how it works. Um, so yeah, you know, now years later, you know, the vets that we are in the podcast world it was it's now it's just like yeah whatever who's who we who else who else we want to reach out to you throw it out there you see who catches and you 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 grab them when they can yeah 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 take take the chances uh my my favorite thing back when we were doing the comic book show was going to a convention and be like (laughs) all right what other artists do we need to get a bumper from who can we go and talk to I'll go. I'll walk right up to fucking Stanley. Anthony's fucking have- fearless, dude. Like, so me, I go to these conventions, right? And I see people or I'm, I'm like, oh my God, look at so-and-so, right? And I could go up to him and just be like, hey, you know, I just want to... And I, for some reason, I'm just like, man, I don't want to bother them, dude. He doesn't want to. Like, I mean, I know they're here for this specifically, but I'm not going to bother them, dude, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And then Anthony's like, well, I'll go say hi. He just walks way the fuck up and just like, hey, what's going on? Hey, I do a podcast. You mind doing the bumper? It's called this. So say this specifically. Record. Go. That's awesome. That's awesome. Care, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it is good because, I mean, like, that's how we got a chance to talk to Todd McFarland, Rob Liefeld. Some of these guys who, like, when I was growing up were influential in the comics yeah, I was Todd, reading. Todd McFarlane, you know I mean? yeah, he's huge. That's huge. Yeah, dude, it was cool. We got a chance. I mean, we didn't get him on the show. We talked to him in person. And then and then the only reason, and then I can be honest, the reason we didn't get him on the show is my fault because we're talking to him, we're hanging out, we're taking pictures, and he's like, here, he gives me a card, right? And he goes, this is my my assistant. He goes, give her a call and set it up. I'd love to come on and talk. He goes, I love to talk. I was like, all right, cool. And I never reached out because I was like, man, they're not going to say yeah. Like this was, this was just that's like that imposter syndrome. Do you man. know what I? Yes, dude. Yeah, and yeah. it has it has stopped me from doing so much in my past that I finally got to a point where I'm like, seriously, fuck it, because we do mm-hmm. all only have this one go at it, right? And it's too short. I don't know when my last breath's going to be, so do what I can now. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it and, and don't look back. And, you know, we, we built, we built a, a podcast network out of it. So that's, yeah, yeah. You guys do a good job, man. You guys but, do um, a good job. But dude, yeah. At some point here, we'll see, maybe we'll start getting in some names and, and, and bring it up to your level. Who? I mean, Who? uh, this will be this will kick it off. This will kick it off. This I, is, can, the, the, you have brought our podcast now to a new level where no. it's like, Oh yeah. Trust me, dude. Trust no me. I think, I think the only way to go from here is to get Seth Rogen on next. I mean, for being on, that's the ideal follow-up. I'm uh, uh listen. You want to know a secret between between us? And, and I mean, the we, we, we're recording. No, no, no. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. None really of us don't. do, right? None yeah, of us do. Yeah, dude. and that's just have fun, man. That's I guess that's what I what it comes down to. I've, I've I, I live a pretty um abnormal life i guess as far as like unorthodox unorthodox might be a better word yeah like yeah I, you know i i build little businesses and then i when you know and then i go and i do something else and and this is just the, this podcast is, is the constant though this is what keeps me sane mm-hmm. this in writing you know so it's like um you know i want to do this and i want to keep doing this and nice i make my work schedules around doing this which where a lot of people can't do that. 
you yeah. know so yeah. i I'm, I'm fortunate in that sense but i'm unorthodox like i said i don't have a family you know i got a dog who's being really quiet <laughs> <laughs> she's doing she's doing good man she's yeah. doing good <laughs> yeah uh, so. we're known but it's cool, dude. No, it's really cool. Like I said, man, and I can't speak highly enough. And I tell listeners, check it out. It's the Struggling Artist Podcast. You can find it on all podcast outlets. Uh, you're on episode 60-something now. You're in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it told me I just published my 75th, but I, I had oh, okay. like, I got like bonus. Ep- that's with bonus episodes sprinkled in. And, gotcha. and when, when I relaunched in 2020, I... I, I took like the first... I, t- I took like four or five of the best episodes we had on the previously, and I... Mm-hmm. And uh, when it first started, it was a completely different podcast. And I launched with those. That way gotcha. was, people had some kind of backlog to look at. Something to listen to. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. But through this, uh, aside from already being familiar with the idea that there is a community, um, you know, you've become it. Like you are a part of that community now, you know, whether you've, it's, it's, it's you've, by choice or not, like you've kind of been env- enveloped in, they've, they've kind of pulled you in now, right? Like, like you do, like, let's discuss some of these things. You, there was one where you had the two, the two ladies that are doing Camp Punksylvania, right? You had oh, them yeah. back. Mm-hmm. So you'd already had them on the show yeah, and so, now yeah. they're back. They have a big thing that's happening and they want to include you in it. Like it's about like, so they recognize real right and if they recognize real they're like okay we want you around come on in be a part of this i mean that could be it yeah yeah i've always and and that's how i find people too you know it's um Mm -hmm. you don't gotta try you don't just be you just be you and and you know i i live by very simple life rules and one of them is do whatever you want as long as you don't affect the quality of life of others there you you go and and and, uh in a negative sense obviously unless you're in a pit (laughs) (laughs) if you're in a pit then it's all bets are off everyone goes in knowing what they're going in for right 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 yeah (laughs) so but yeah like um so yeah laura and terry they're riot squad media and they're also camp punksylvania Mm -hmm. i had them on i had them on to 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 promote riot squad media and then they came back to uh once camp punksylvania came about and it's just a it's an amazing thing they're doing yeah dude talk about that for real quick what what you know of it (laughs) Right, I'd so, like to get these ladies on the show here very soon so that they can push this as well. Cause I yeah. think this is awesome. Um, yeah. So basically the, these two ladies, this is the story. This is like, you know, the cliff notes version of, of playing telephone. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah, is what yeah. I got out of this whole thing. These two met at, at a punk rock festival and they became friends and one lives in Canada and one lives in New York. And they, you know, they started this thing called Riot Squad Media, where they do um, all sorts of things for people. They do website design. They do graphic design, like for for um, you know flyers. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They do. Uh, they do like um, uh, like press release stuff for people. Um, and 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 they their biggest thing. They work with a lot of. Well, now they work with a lot of punk rock bands and stuff. And and they had this. They went to, I don't know, I forgot what festivals they have gone to, but they decided they wanted, at first they were going to start one. It was just going to be like a backyard barbecue kind of thing. And, and it evolved into this huge event. And, uh, and then 2020 happened and they couldn't do it. They, and I'm going to, I'm only giving you the abridged version because I hope you'll, you'll have them on and they can tell you the whole story. But then what it became now, and now that it's happening is this huge thing. It's this huge thing that's going on in Artemis, Pennsylvania. Um, camping it's a camping punk rock yeah and that like there's 
alleged, you know, there's supposed to be a couple of the bands are supposed to be camping out with everybody. Yeah. They're doing like, uh, so it's three days of shows and then, um, and then you go home, but they got all this stuff going on, like in between, like they've got like, like a, a camp, camp, right? Like there's, yeah. there's all she kinds camping. of events and shit. Yeah. Do. Yeah. All sorts of events. And, 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 uh, they're, they're very creative and, and they're very high energy and, 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 uh, positive and they found the right place. And I can't say enough good things about them. They're really good people. And I, and I told them like, I was, I'm proud just to know them on this level because of like yeah. all of the good stuff that they have going on, mm-hmm. you know, and they teamed up with some really cool, um, people to, to get everything going. And again, I'll let them talk about it. Cause I'm yeah. sure they're going to, they're going to be more than happy to come on and talk to you guys. I love that it's a it's a punk festival, right? Because it feels like Vans Warp Tour used to be the go to. If you want punk music, you're going to Vans Warp Tour. Yep. I mean, that's just how you do it. Unless there's you know little shows and and things, but any of these big touring kind of national things or these big kind of events that become weekends or or you know, it's typically what you're seeing is stuff like Bonnaroo, Lollapalooza. Those things big are pop music. everything. Oh, you can get all kinds of stuff. It's rare where you could go and just get your fill of punk and not just like you, we were talking, saying this earlier, right? It's not mm-hmm. just one style of punk. There's all, all kinds of punk, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's all in there and to be around the people who love the same thing. And then in the camping, that camping atmosphere, I love this idea that they have volunteers that are working that are camp counselors. So I don't know if this is the deal and I'm going to have to find out, but I'm hoping they have like camp t-shirts, the, the little shorts, the Bucket. whistles, like looking like they walked the off lanyard. of Crystal Lake. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Do we have to wear like the short, like the old like school, like the camper old 1980s shorts? Old 1980s camp, camp, uh, camp counselor shorts, dude. That'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. The white pinstriping. That'd be so awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, but the, so that's one of the things you're pushing, right? There's another, there's a few benefit things you're pushing as well uh, on your show at the moment. Yeah. All right. So real quick, uh, we had talked a little earlier about the old Edison. Yeah, and um, and then you had mentioned that the musician that was in a car accident. Uh, so a gentleman by the name of Will Good, he was one of the founders of the Old Edison. Um, and again, like I said, the band they just you know life happens, and and they're no longer a band. And they were yeah. all they're all close though; they're all still close and everything. And and I, and um, a few months ago, Will was in a car accident, and uh, it was pretty severe. So what? a couple of the old Edison band members did was they reached out to all these bands that they know that they like, um, who in turn loved the old Edison. And they asked them to like, Hey, would you mind covering a song? We're going to put together a band camp compilation to help with uh, some of the hospital costs for will. And that's what they did. And, and they, and I picked it up. I saw the, the cover of it, which is like this, like Eastern European looking like, <laughs> cartoon thing it is like, definitely. yeah 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 and, and i was like what is this and then bear, i saw it's like a bear with an accordion yeah yeah right? yeah mm-hmm. in like a bottle of booze <laughs> yeah so i i was like what is this and i, I kind of looked it up and then i started seeing all these names of bands that i listened to and i'm like whoa what is this so i bought it i was like whatever i'll buy it and then and then i reached out and i said hey let's get the word out on this so you guys could raise some more money um, not that they needed my help, but whatever, every little bit helps. Right. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for every sure. Bit. So, uh, and I talked to Liam from the old Edison and, uh, you know, it, unfortunately it was like the day before we talked the day before the benefit show they did, but I'm sure there's going to be another one. And I told him mm-hmm. with, with proper timing next time, we'll have it on and be, you know, promoting yeah. it. 
Um, yeah, so there's a band camp compilation called Benefit for Bueno, Friends Playing Songs for a Friend. And it is, it's all these bands playing old Edison songs um, or the old Edison songs, you know, to, to help support, you know, to raise money to help support with, with, uh, with Will. And uh, awesome, dude. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's hefty. It's like 33 tracks. Like it's, you're getting, it's, and they want like, you know, band, I don't know if anybody, band camp can be kind of difficult to navigate sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically with this, what this one was, it's $5 or whatever you want. And obviously like I, I, you know, cause knowing what it was, I, I put a little more towards it. Yeah. Yeah. You have um, to dude. that. Yeah, was like th- yeah. I saw the same thing. And when I saw it, I was like, I'm going to pick this up. But five bucks for this many songs? Are you insane? Like, yeah. what is like? I don't know. I felt and, and, I feel bad trying to put five dollars. There's no right. way it has yeah. to be more. So, the old Edison is like a folk punk. I don't even. Want to, I don't even know if it's just folk rock or folk punk, whatever you want to call it. There's a punkness to it from what it, from what it sounded like. Yeah, I was listening so, to them. This. So you have all these different bands who play different kinds of music covering. Mm-hmm. So you have a you have like you have like a ska covers in there, and you have like some other like more folky covers in there, and then you got some more melodic covers in there. It's pretty it's pretty wild how they did it all. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and and now you're gonna see some of the same songs coming up, but it's just a different band playing it. And it's cool because they're one of my favorite songs by them. I think it's on the album three times, and it's it sounds completely different every time. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, that's yeah. So again, that's on Bandcamp. Uh, it's we'll, we'll put the we'll put the link in the show notes. Awesome, yeah. Benefit for, for Bueno, friends playing songs for a friend. Um, and then there's another one that I've been pushing. Uh, in the episode will drop. What's today? Well, I don't know when this comes out, but the this will be out Friday. The uh, this will be out. Geez, I don't know, Anthony. Friday the sixteenth. So I got an episode dropping on the twelfth, maybe the thirteenth, right around there. Um, and it's with a gentleman named Scotty Saints. His band is Scotty Saints and the True Believers. They, uh, well, he, Scotty, put together his own. He, he decided to make a record label, first of all. He, he's, so it's Damaged Heart Records. And he, his first, his debut album for that is a um, compilation that goes to the Colangio Carcinoma Foundation. Colangio carcinoma is a super rare cancer. Um, I know of it because a friend of mine has it and they usually don't pick uh, it up. Like they don't detect it until it's stage three. Oh, um, yeah. Cause it's, it just, you know, it, but um, he put this together. It, I, you know, again, it's his story, not mine, but from what I gather, his wife was diagnosed with this cancer, but it was, it wasn't that late. I don't think. And they were able to, do something to try to you know good yeah so she's still in that process but he put this together for that it's a super rare cancer not a lot of people know about it, mm-hmm. it, it it's it's called bile duct cancer is the other the other like the wow you know yeah and it, and it, it's sometimes it gets because it, it affects your lungs and your kidneys or your lungs and your liver too and so like it's it's got a different little different feels everywhere but it, walter payton died from this cancer Oh wow! Okay, that's probably like one of the most famous, yeah, you know, cases of it. So anyway, they put this. Uh, so he he made it. He got all these bands and they put out this this compilation of songs. It's called Punk with a Purpose. It's on Bandcamp, just like the other one is, and all proceeds go to 
that foundation. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I, when he told me about it, I was like, yeah, let's get you on as soon as possible. So. Yeah, I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put all the links on the show notes. So they'll be in the link tree as well, too. Oh, sweet, yeah. sweet. Thanks. Yeah, I just started one of those doohickeys. You mm-hmm. know what you gotta do next, dude? Next now you gotta make a sticker, right? And the sticker, all the sticker is is a QR code. And it just says above it, struggling artist. Don't write podcast, say the struggling artist with a QR code. So people will just see it, scan it, and then there comes your link tree. Man, that's I and then just know. go all over town and stick your sticker all over town. And do you know do how long it took me to figure out how to make a link tree? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, dude. I could help you with that. <laughs> oh oh man, Trev, dude, thanks so much for joining dude. us, man. Um, this has been Thank a you fun for conversation, and I want to have you on uh, in the future because there's so much more to talk about, man. Mm-hmm. It's not just your podcast and music. You've had experience running bars. Um, I feel like you said something about you, you're a courier service for the mafia, something like that. I mean, I might, ha- I, might have to, I might have to believe that. I might have to cut that out. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hold on. This is a knock the on the door. Someone's at my door, guys. Yeah. You to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, dude, you've got, there's so much more to you and so much, you know, even music, dude, like there's so much stuff to talk about with you. So I, I hope you do come on again in the future, dude. It was so much fun having you on. I would love to. I thank you for having me. I'm dude, sorry if I talk too much. No, dude, not no. At this all. is this is the place where you want to talk. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna end Don't the show sorry. the way you kind of end your shows, dude. I want uh, I want to start t- tell people what to listen to. So, like, what are you listening to right now? Who do you think people should listen to? Like, what's the, what's the shit right now? What's what what's good stuff? Well, I don't know what the shit is. I or what are you what listening I, to? I know what I like. You know. Uh, all right. So, I I've been I listen to a lot of different things. Um, there's a band out of Worcester, Mass, uh, Michael Caine and the Morning Afters. They actually put out a new single not too long ago, and like it was played on satellite radio. It got a lot of it got a lot of playtime between like internet radio, underground stuff, and like satellite radio. Um, you know, Stevie's Garage or whatever it's called, like that. They played it on there. Um, you know, I think it's 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 something. Um, he there's something special. They, they had this, the singles called Carol K, uh, K A Y E. Um, and it's, it has such like Springsteen vibes to it that I, it just, okay. it's insane. They're, they're a really good band. I love, I just saw them perform recently. Uh, they're great people. You know, I know a couple of the guys in the band and, uh, um, you know, it, it's, it's he, another, another amazing story is how Michael Caine became, you know, decided to start a band. Cause he was like 40 when he started, <laughs> you know, and they're, and they're, why not, they're dude? Not, why not? Yeah. Why? You know, he said life happened. He had to raise kids and stuff. And then now it was like, all right, now it's time to, to, to play music, you know? So that's what he did, you know? Uh, nice. so that I definitely check that out. You can find them everywhere. Spotify and all that stuff. Um, another big one I'm going to talk about real quick, if you don't mind is, oh, uh, go for there's, it. A, there's a band out of Philly called the stolen wheelchairs. I just started listening to him today, dude. What do you think? Oh my god! I turned it up. I'm like, yes. This I, yeah. I I looked over at Anthony immediately. I was like, this is what we used to skate to. It's yeah. this energy right here. Turn it mm-hmm. up. And that another amazing story. The the um that started out as the their first EP was all a 15 year old kid. He put it all together himself. Played every instrument himself. Mastered himself. That's freaking awesome. Really? Yeah. I, Oscar cut. Ask. Oh, sorry. Oscar Caps the fourth. That's his name. And uh, and then he then they got this band together. And his dad, who's been in many, many bands, um, is in the band as well. 
and that's awesome. Nice, that's fucking cool. So their album, their their latest album came out last year. It's called The America. I highly recommend you picking it up, um, or you know, just check agree. it out first and then pick it up. It's one of those albums, and I, I talk about this all the time. It's as to me, it, it's it's what I felt when I first listened to "In Outcome the Wolves." And, yes, it's got yeah. that feel exactly. It's that yeah. feeling of like. I think I said that to you in a text that like this kind of like this music is it's just the sound of youth. It really is. It's like this is if you could bottle up what the sound of youth is, right? Like just the sound of what this feeling is when you're growing up, the things you're going through, you know, what life feels like, how parents feel, how authority feels, all those things you feel inside you. If you could make it audio, it's punk music and it's this kind of music, dude. I just, I just freaking love it, dude. Yeah. And I got one more and then I'll, I'll, I'll shut up. Okay. No, <laughs> oh, get it. You're good. Uh, for anybody who likes hardcore, um, there's a band called Ramallah. They're out of they're out of Boston. Originally, uh, Rob Lind, he was um, Blood for Blood, and a lot of people know who Blood for Blood is. He his band Ramallah last year put out an album called The Last Gasp of Street Rock and Roll, and it's nothing like any of his other albums have ever been like. It's, How do you spell uh, that? Ramallah R A M A L L A H. Okay, awesome. And uh, it's 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 a fantastic album. Um, and I, I can't, and I'm not like the biggest hardcore guy, but I like hard, some of it. And this stuff, it's just good. He, it, it's more, it's weird. It's, it's a different, it's a different animal completely. This album than anything they've ever done. So nice. Yeah. Cool. Very nice. Anthony, what are you listening to right now, dude? Anything? <sighs> don't and- say attack, attack. <laughs> please, please don't say attack, attack. <laughs> Wow, I felt I, I felt attacked right there. <laughs> um, oh God! Green Day awesome. Dookie is always a constant player on my uh, iTunes repertoire, and it's been a mix-up between that as well as uh, the Hamilton soundtrack. Hamilton? Is that what you said? Hamilton soundtrack. Yeah, you're banging that Hamilton right. I Rolling love those the- windows down. Dude, through the east I, side of Buffalo, Hamilton well, just pounding I took out a, the windows. I took a good. <laughs> I took a nice break from it. And then uh, with Independence Day and the 4th of July and everything hitting, it was just like, (laughs) crank that shit up. I love how you're like, I had to take a break with it because I was listening to it so much. I took a break. I didn't want, I did not want to get sucked into it. But when that dropped, when it dropped on, it was a Disney plus that had it. I watched Uh, it and you're just like, I like, I really, I like musicals and I haven't listened. I haven't gotten into one in a while. And this one, the rapping just, I don't know. I really liked it. Okay. Yeah. No worries. I've been listening to, so again, because, you know, just getting back into band camp again and, and getting into the, you know, listening to punk music again, I just been pulling out a lot of the old stuff I was listening to. So band camp, I've said this before on one of my shows uh, on, on this show was, was the place that I went to, to try to find new stuff, stuff that I hadn't heard before. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't just, you know, I would, I would search under um, the, you know, the, the genre, whatever you're looking for, but then I'd also look for areas like, okay, so what's, what's punk music in Buffalo like right now, or what's it like in Boston right now? Right. I didn't even know you could do that. Oh, heck yeah, dude. It gives you an option to check out the areas as well. Um, so there's, there's this band that I just found yesterday. They're a Buffalo punk band. Um, and they weren't bad, dude. The album's called fall falls count anywhere. The name of the band is the living brain dead. Again, this this reminded me of of the punk that I listened to when I was younger. You know what I mean? It just has that kind of raw energy, that kind of balls to the wall in your face. 
kind of it's it's kind of hardcore not too hardcore it's it definitely isn't the old like classic punk sound you know what i mean mm-hmm. um now if you want the old classic punk sound dude i i found these girls um a few months ago the linda lindas i found these girls a few months Phenomenal. ago because yeah. somebody put it this this shared a video of these girls playing in a library right and it is, I mean, their style of punk is the old classic kind of like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so much fun, though. I listened to their EP and I'm like, man, these girls, like if these girls keep mm-hmm. going, they've got quite a road ahead of them. They, they, they've I, got I, some fun. I think, I think they just did something with Bad Cop, Bad Cop, maybe? I don't know. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. I thought I saw something about it though. Yeah. They're, yeah. I, I love those, those girls. Uh, Stolen wheelchair. Just started listening to that. The America. And I was just, again, like I just said, you know, I, I turned it on. And I was like, oh, ho, 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 yes. Turned it right up. Uh, and then finally, I've been still banging out that Keep Flying album. We're going to go see Keep Flying at the end of this month, yes. July 31st and August 1st. Anthony and I will be in Amityville, New York at the Amityville Music Hall mm-hmm. to, uh, to attend both shows. They're, they're doing a two-night show for the celebration of their record release. It was released during the pandemic. It was supposed to be released, you know after or sometime and during the and so they're like you know what let's just release it now yeah this is a band that didn't play together so you know like during the pandemic these bands still played together they'd go to places that were allowing people to play and they just do it right this was a band that didn't do that and they spent a lot of pandemic kind of interacting with fans on instagram live facebook live but more recently i think it was like two week two months ago maybe they played together for the first time in the drummer's parents' basement. And the the setup was a made dude just watching the show on a live stream made me feel like I was at a show, like an old school punk show in a basement. It in felt a, a so basement, badass. Basement, basement shows were I yes. Oh, if you think about COVID and stuff, I would <laughs> now you can't, right? Like you think that and you're like, nope. what the hell? Like you're like do a basement sweating show? into people's mouths and <laughs> oh my god, no kidding, right? But dude, that was as loud as that was the first time they played since COVID was a few months ago and it was killer. And then, so when they, they announced they were doing these shows that it's, you know, it's a drive from here. It's about a six hour drive from here, mm-hmm. but uh, we're like, dude, let's do this. Let's just go. Let's do two nights and it'll be a good time. So uh, I can't a, wait to do it. Is Amityville on, on Long Island or not? Yeah. Yeah. Long yep, Island. Is. So there's yeah. a Long Island band. That's really good too. Now I see we're going to keep going. I'm so sorry. I'll, <laughs> no, I'll let's up. go, I'll dude. Up. Who's this band? So I, 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 for, for a while, I thought their name was Iron Chick, but it's Iron Chic. Oh, it's I C-H-I-C. think I they're really good. Really, yeah. really good. Um, and I found them because it was suggested to me after listening to a band called Red City Radio, which is they're, they're like, they should get like Tom Petty money. Like, really? Yeah. Their last album, Paradise, which dropped during the fucking pandemic. Um, phenomenal. Absolutely. I highly recommend that one too. I could just keep, up. I could, I'm just gonna mute me so I don't keep talking about music. No, dude, that's the <laughs> that's the beauty. That's what I'm talking about. The beauty behind music. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm listening to right now. You know, I, I, I like to listen to everything. So I listen to all kinds of stuff. I have a mix on Spotify that I put together and it's almost 400 songs on there and it's everything. It's stuff from like the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. You know, there's there's pop music, there's rock music, there's hip hop on it. So I'll put that on and just hit shuffle. But when I yeah. want to sit down and listen to an album, you know, now I'm now it's like, oh, that's right. Bandcamp. Oh, and now there's an app and now I can do this whole search by location. So this is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, 
We might we might steal that from you, dude. We might do a thing where we're going to come with Bandcamp picks at the end of the episode. Awesome. So thanks for the inspiration, dude. Yeah, yes. man. Hey, it was just let's just you know let's let's help these bands get out there, right? Yeah, that's that's what you got to do. That's how people found music, right? Um, we have we have a platform. We have the we have the following. Yes, people we can do to listen, share it. Right? Uh, yeah, we are going to be out at Amityville Music Hall. I wanted to say this one more time, only because I'm putting this out there that Please. for the first ten people that can find me while we're there and literally come up to me and say, "Hey, I listen to you on," and just name one of my shows, I'm going to buy them a drink. So 10 people, I'm putting it out there. You listen to us on Chris and Anthony just can't stop. And if you're going to come out to the show, uh, come find me. If you're not going to come out to the show, plan to do it. Come hang out, party. It'll be a good time and I'll buy you a drink. All right, let's get out of here. Trev, before we do, push push your stuff again. One more time, tell people where they can find you and your stuff. All right, so the podcast is the Struggling Artist Podcast. You can find me on all the socials at Podcast TSA. Um, except for Facebook. I think it's just the struggling artist podcast episodes drop Monday, Tuesday ish, depending on how frisky I'm feeling on Monday. Um, but they're always there by, by Tuesday morning. Um, yeah. And and you can find the podcast anywhere you listen. Um, no video or anything. I don't do the YouTube thing yet. I want to make sure I get good cameras for that, but I got a lot of good stuff coming up and, uh, I hope people, you know, enjoy it. And I hope, I hope whoever listens, you know, kind of, sees what 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 you guys see you know with um we're just we're all just people man we're all just people and we're just trying to get through life and you know yeah i have no doubt dude i have no doubt people are gonna listen and be like ah this is what they were talking about you're gonna i hope i really do hope we push some listeners your way because uh you deserve it man it's a great show really is we appreciate you coming on man thank you for coming on thank you guys thank you guys for having me and 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 all the success that you guys do i hope you guys 10 times fold. Thank Appreciate you. that. Anthony, tell people where to find our stuff. Guys, please make sure that you head on over to check out the Chris and Anthony Instagram and Twitter at Chris and Anthony JCS, as well as we do have the Facebook page, Chris and Anthony just can't stop. Check them all out. Everything's there for you folks. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. As always, we appreciate the support. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Go check out the Struggling Artist Podcast. Check out some of the bands we discussed. Check out, you know, Camp Punksylvania. Check out some of the Benefit albums on Bandcamp. All those links are going to be in the show notes. For Anthony Mullen, this is Chris Chavez. Trev, again, one more time. Thanks so much for joining us. And we're going to see everyone else next week. Peace. (laughs) 